Welcome to The Do Zone, where entrepreneurs go to get things done. I'm your host, Josh Thomas. You can find me on all social media at JT Literally. Each week, I bring on experts from a variety of backgrounds to share their secrets on how to optimize performance so you can take massive action and crush your goals. If you want help to bring in quick cash and wins for your business in as little as the next seven days, I'm going to give you a simple framework that has worked for me and my clients time and time again at no cost to you. Go to factor1.io now and enter your email for immediate access. Once again, that's factor1.io. Today's guest is Daniel Marcos. Daniel is the co-founder and CEO of Growth Institute, the leading online executive education company for C-level executives at fast-growing firms. He is a keynote speaker, columnist from Inc. Magazine, and a CEO coach with a mission to help 1 million entrepreneurs scale their impact and reduce drama in the process. Danielle, welcome to The Do Zone. Tell us something you believe is the key to getting stuff done that most people wouldn't think of. Not surprisingly, not new, have discipline to execute. It's just so easy and so hard for people. That's why you have Atomic Habits, and that's why it was such a great book, and some of the books that you have in the back. Like, we know what you have to do. Like, like how many uh, recipes or, or diets you've, you've seen to lo lose weight? How many people have told you if you go to the gym every day for 45 minutes, you're going to have lose weight and have an amazing body and feel great? Who does it? Very, 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 very few. So building the plan, it's easy. Executing the plan is really, really hard. And that's what counts. And that's the difference. But Danielle, it's so much fun to build the plan. It's not fun to execute. I 100% would you agree. And you you got a really, really good point. And by the way, we always tell the companies that we work with, we, we coach CEOs how to scale. And we said, you should spend 1% of the time designing the plan and 99% of it executing the plan. That's it. No, no, I... I like to do half and half. No, you have to execute 99% of the time. And it's really, really hard. And of course, it's not fun. Execution is boring, it's tedious, uh, it takes a lot of time. Not fun. Doing the plan and the dream and all that is great. Doesn't give results. Motion so the, versus action. Yes, the entrepreneurs have the discipline to execute. Usually do much, much better results than anyone else. Yeah, you know, there's a... There's a kind of conversation that has been developing around this topic lately of just, you know, how like the universe brings you the information you need whenever you're ready to receive it, you know, and uh, this kind of conversation has been happening more and more around me uh, about the difference between executing and getting ready to execute. Uh, and most of us are spending so much time getting ready to execute. But as you, you, you pointed out, you guys can Google this right now. Go to Google and type in motion versus action. You can read the entire article by James Clear. And he's going to, with, with two simple shapes, he will change the way that you operate. One of them is a circle that feeds back on itself. And one of them is a arrow straight line that's pointing in one direction. Motion, action. And the idea here is motion makes us feel productive. It makes us feel like we're getting things done. It's preparation work. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. But 
only action creates results. If you're not taking action, you're not going to get results. And that's you, where we kind of get stuck in this pattern. of You could be in motion for a long time and never move a cent because you're not efficient. You have to take action to be efficient. And in here, let me let me talk about a couple of things. Please. One is people said, hey, Daniel, I want to scale my company and I want to do a $100 million company. And I was like, great. I'm happy you have a goal and you have a dream and all that. But it's not you want to get there. It's who do you have to become to do that? Mm. And some people said, well, I want to lose 40 pounds or 50 pounds or whatever. And I was like, who do you have to become to be the person that weighs 50 pounds less? And so what do you mean? Today you go to the movies every week and have five or six beers four times a, a week, and you don't exercise, just probably 45 minutes a week of exercise, and you want to be the guy that lost, loses 40 pounds? No, it's impossible. Who do you have to become? You have to become the person that goes to bed by 10 p.m., is in the gym at least five times a week for an hour or 90 minutes uh, uh, every week, um, doesn't eat carbs, uh, does this. And then it's easy to get to that weight or it's easy to do a $100 million company. And as an example, I tell them, hey, you're today, and when we talk about drama, one of the things that happens is if you're executing at a $5 million management team or leadership team and your company is already doing five or six or seven million, and you have a lot of drama because you're executing at this level then your, your company is here. If you want to be able to be here without drama, you have to elevate your tools, your mindset to operate like a $10 million company. And then it's easy with no drama to do seven. Uh, just imagine the shifts in the car, right? You want to go 100 miles in shift three. You just can't. The, the engine is going to blow up. You have to go to fourth or fifth, and then you're going to be able to go really fast. That's exactly the mindset that you need to have. So when someone tells me I want to get to a certain goal, my most important question is who do you have to become to do that? And when they have that clear, then it's very easy to do that. Yeah, you know, and you're it's like it's like you're it's like you're reading my mind here, man. So ah, I have miracle to equation have of Hal Rod. Yeah. Right next to me called the miracle equation. Hal Elrod, uh I I've hosted a few conferences in, in Dallas and I've had hell as a keynote speaker twice. Yep. And uh, one of the things that he says in that book, the miracle equation is uh, don't worry about accomplishing the goal, which is the weirdest kind of antithesis of what you should be doing. Like you should set goals. Sure. Of course, but don't worry important. about accomplishing the goal. What should you do instead, Daniel? It's build a plan and execute a plan. And if you execute a plan, the probability that you get to the goal is very high. The, yep. You have to become the type of person who can accomplish the goal. Yeah. And then the results are inevitable. Who deserves that result. That that result comes easy to that person mm -hmm. if they become that. And, it, and, then, and then it's easy. But people are not willing to do it. They don't have the will. They don't have the power. They don't have the discipline. And they just frankly say, I just don't want to do it. So I'll give you an example. The other day, I was coaching this company in Ecuador. Uh, uh, just to give you an idea, the best uh, soil for, for roses is in Ecuador and Kenya uh, in Africa because of the latitude and all that and the, whatever is the best soil. And the guy had a goal of being the biggest 
roast company in the world. So we're doing the planning session. And, and in the planning, we're doing a, 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 an idea a session of what we need to do to become the biggest one in the world. And one of the team members said, we need to open operations in Kenya. And the owner looks at me and said, no, no, don't even put it. We're not going to do it. And I said, no, but this is the exercise, so I'm going to put it. No, 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 remove it. And I was like, no, I'm I'm leading the exercise. I'm going to keep it. So I kept it. And when we then we have a way to measure impact and everything. And the number one was open operations in Kenya. Mm. And the owner was mad with me. So by the way, when they when they fly me a couple of days to do a planning session, usually you go and have dinner with the CEO and have a conversation at night and have some drinks and we'll finish the meeting at six, took me to the hotel and just dropped me. So he was not happy. <laughs> um, and then next day, like at six in the morning, I get a WhatsApp and he said, hey, Daniel, I want to talk to you before we go to my office. I'll see you in your in your restaurant to have breakfast at seven. So I'm, I went to the breakfast at seven and I met with him and said, hey, Daniel, I realized that Yes, if my goal is to be the biggest one in the world, I have to open operations in Kenya because it's very difficult to dominate the, let's say, the market in France, in Paris, or London and sending the flowers from Ecuador. I have to send the flowers from Kenya. It's just two, two days less of travel. I'm not willing to do it because for me to do that, I'm going to have to fly to Kenya for at least a week, a month, and that will destroy my quality of life. So I'm not willing to do it. And I was like, great. Then let's remove the plan of being the biggest one in the world. You have to be congruent. Yeah. And the guy said, easy. Okay. So we changed it. Said the biggest one in America, continent. There you go. And in two years, he was the biggest one in the world. Sorry, in, yeah. in America. Because it was clear. And and that, and that brings up that brings up a really good point, uh, which is, uh, sorry, there was just some weird sound over here. Uh, that brings up a really good point, uh, which is we need to... Uh, set uh, the finish line in a place that we can see. Yes. Yes. Uh, because if we say, I've had so many entrepreneurs who have come to me to say, uh, I want to do a hundred million dollars. All right. Yep. What'd you do last year? Many times. hundred thousand. All right. Cool. Uh, maybe we should set a closer finish line <laughs> for you to cross because if we set the goal too far away, then we can't build a proper plan. And if we can't build a proper plan, we're going to be spending a lot more time wandering around than we really need to. So why don't we set a goal of a million dollars and we go there. Once we get to a million, then we can set another goal for five million. And then we, we create these kind of benchmarks along the way because I can control the, the, the space between one and 10. I can't control the space between one and a thousand. So, so let me let me put a little bit of a spin on that. Uh, first, human beings overestimate what they could do in the short term and underestimate what they could do in the long term because mm -hmm. of compound interest. We just cannot understand compound interest. So once you see it in paper, it's like wow, right? But but you could not with your mind. You could not just do a plan with compound interest. It's very very difficult. So what we do is we say, okay, first put a goal of the next 20, 25 years, and then come back and have a plan for this quarter. What are you gonna do today to be on track to that? That's but right. if imagine you have 25 years, four quarters per year, you have a hundred quarters to execute your strategy. How strategic will you be if you knew you had a hundred quarters to build your plan? You'll be super strategic. 
one of the biggest issues for entrepreneurs. We always want everything for yesterday. Um, I come to my team, team, we have to do this. And they looked at me and said, by when do you need it? And I was like, well, now, right? I need it uh, right now. That's why I'm asking for it. And now the, joke, now the joke mind. in my company is you want it for yesterday. And I was like, yeah, you should have it done yesterday. But, but that's reality. But now that you know you have 100 quarters, you're way more strategic. And say, so, okay, great. I have 100 quarters. What do I need to do today to do 1% of that? And then, then you start getting the right timing. And Bert Hardish, my mentor, always says, Daniel, I want you to be very, very clear where you're going to be in the next 10 to 25 years and what you're going to do this quarter. Everything else, you can't control it. You could get an idea of where you're going to be, but you just can't control it. But the quarter, you have to be very precise what you're going to accomplish. That's right. Yeah, well said, man. And so tell us a little bit about uh, what you're focusing on right now, where people can connect and learn more about you. So today what we're working uh, the most is really building um, a 100% solution uh, for scaling your company. So, so let me walk you through this. I think it's important. Every entrepreneur, when they come to me and say, I want to have a $100 million company, whatever, but I want to have a self-managing company. I want a company that runs without me. And I was like, well, yeah, but let, let me, let's, let's break that, right? First, you need a growth platform. You need to have a platform system to set priorities, goals, KPIs, and all that. Something like scaling up uh, as, a, as a growth platform. And then you need to have enough capable leaders to be able to execute your plan. And that's the biggest pain today in the companies. Building a strategy is easy. Having a, a team of capable executives to be able to run your company is very, very hard. That's where we're focusing. So we said, hey, give us your team. Give us 18 months, around 20 minutes a week for 18 months. And your teams are going to know how to run meetings, negotiate KPIs, hire people, fire people, uh, negotiate supplier contracts, um, all these things that they need to know to be on the C-suite. Um, uh, most of the people in the C-suite of mid-market companies, they started in the frontline team members that are growing because they have a great attitude and you could trust them because they get things done. But by the time they get to the C-suite, they really don't have the tools to really be on the C-suite. Um, and we, what we provide is all those tools for them to be competitive executives on the C-suite. And that's what I'm putting all my time to it. Awesome. And where can uh, where can we learn more about that and, and uh, who's a good candidate for you? So growthinstitute.com, that's uh, our main website. Uh, social media, wherever you go on social media. The social media that I respond the most is Instagram, danielmarcos.scale. Um, I'm happy to have a conversation. And we usually serve companies doing between 10 million to 100 million in revenue uh, that they already have product market fit. They figure out they have a good selling system but they don't have enough capable leaders to be able to execute that plan and scale that plan. And we help them scale their team. If you scale your team, your team is going to scale your company. Absolutely. Daniel Marcos, everybody, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your wisdom about how you get things done. For those of you who want to engage with Daniel, you can learn more about the Growth Institute by going to growthinstitute.com. We're going to ramp up from here. Uh, thanks again to Daniel Marcus for coming on and sharing with us. Uh, whether you're on your morning commute, you're somewhere in the gym or out in the field, snap a selfie, tag me at JT literally. Show me how what you do while you're in the do zone. And one more time, if you need a quick injection of cash in your business right now, i got a free gift for you. Just go to factor1.io 
enter your email and I'll give you immediate access. Know this, you are factor one for your own success. Now let's get to work. Hey, thanks for listening to the Do Zone podcast. If you're running a service-based business that's looking to grow this year, let's talk about how we can slingshot you into momentum with a quick injection of cash and sales. Our clients typically see results in as little as seven days. To learn more about what we do, you can go to factor1.io. Once again, that's factor1.io. We'll see you next time.